Thank you for listening to this Miller Time Media Podcast. This interview took place during our Miller Time Live radio program. For information on the program, you can visit our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio. You can also find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms by searching Miller Time Media. If you do not find us on your favorite podcast platform, not to fear, just send us an email and we'll get it done for you, Radio at outlook.com. Thank you and enjoy. There's not much happening on the roads. We will check traffic shortly, but joining us on the line right now is attorney David Dewar and Wazi, our friend Warren uh, Harold Wazi, who's uh, currently not, uh, he's not 100% uh, when it comes to health. In fact, he's in hospital, but he's decided that he's such a trooper and such a professional. He's My even goodness. joined us from the hospital bed. Please welcome them to the program. Guys, what's up? Hello. Hey there. Good afternoon, um, everyone. How are you guys Yes, doing? it is a good afternoon. Dave is in the car somewhere, uh, I can tell. Yeah. How can you tell? <laughs> oh, believe me, you can tell when someone's in the car. Are you, uh, are you, there, you there in the Western Cape somewhere driving around? I am. And what's on, uh, what's on your mind today, guys? Well, I'll, t- well, I'll tell you what, yeah. I want to wish we're on a happy half century today. Happy yeah, birthday. Yeah. I've got a song <laughs> coming you. up in a little bit for him. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, raise, I'll, I'll raise my bow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so tell me, guys, are you, uh, uh, Dave, are you busy? Uh, are you have been busy today? Oh, goodness. Yeah, no, I have been very busy. Um, it's been an, an interesting day dealing with family trust issues and mm. uh, divorce issues and infidelity and, you know, the usual conveyance and stuff and uh, uh, state agent commissions. And oh, my. Fun, oh, fun my. Which, which, which is a perfect segue into the first little issue that we wanted to discuss, isn't it, David? It is, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so I, I was, exp- I mean, when we were chatting earlier on and we were saying, we don't know, I don't know if it's a good thing, if it's a bad thing. Or, or, or what, but it's just, you know, it, common sense and decency, I think, always comes into play. But there is a misconception out there um, that if you shack up with someone, so to speak, um, and that, that after a certain time, you become a common law and, and, and there's, there's some sort of implied contract between the two of you, David, and I, and I thought as, as, as a family uh, attorney, Perhaps uh, you could touch on this and um, explain uh, to the listeners what we should actually be doing, eh? Um, well, my short answer as to whether there's an implied contract, that's a two-letter word, no. Yes, so there's no, there is no such thing. There's no such thing in South African law as a, a common law marriage. It's an urban myth. Um, there you go. That's what I have to do. So that's, and, uh, that, that's it. So, I mean, would, would you say the sensible thing to do for, for a couple that decide they're going to live together, especially if they move assets from, let's say, two houses get together and he's got cool motorbikes yes. and she's got lacquer coffee machines, etc., <laughs> that they list, they list those. Oh, the, the ladies always, I love, I love my kitchens when I'm involved with someone. Um, the, they, they list the items and um, that way, you know, you, you list the items do you need to go to the police station and get it stamped, David? What would you suggest? Uh, um, you don't need to take it as formal as that. Um, but what you can do, 
Um, you see, the what happens is that the closest we have to a common law marriage situation is what's known as a universal partnership, yes. where you've got two or more parties who contribute assets and times and value and stuff like that. See, I'm concentrating, so I missed my turn off. Um, <laughs> contribute. They both contribute with the intention of making a profit to their mutual benefit for a legal purpose. Ah. So those are your criteria for a, a universal partnership. Um, and so when you have that sort of situation, um, you know, then you're, it would be similar to the accrual situation where what happens yes. is that you basically share the profit, which seems fair, you know. Well, but, as I say, oh, that's fair. Yeah. Have um, a specific intention to do all of those things and then actually act on that intention. Uh, um, you know, no universal partnership. But I would suggest that people sit down for agreement. You know, whatever it may be, that what's mine, what's yours is yours. We share the cost, the house cost on the following ratio, any assets we buy together. You know, I choose one, then you choose one, then I choose one, then you choose one. Um, you know, so that you can actually work out because it's you know it's all fine while everyone is in love with each other and sitting around the fire singing kumbaya on a Friday night. But you know, <laughs> when you yeah, sorry, it's like my current catchphrase. Um, yeah, yeah. But but you write a contract for when things are going when things are going wrong. That's when your contract is important. Ah. Oh, that's, contract that's, is never for good times. It's only for bad times. Absolutely. That's why I call it a divorce contract, not a marriage mm. contract, because it doesn't really matter yeah. when you get married. And then, yeah. and then, David, um, in the news currently, which is absolutely, I mean, yeah, I'm going to let you talk because it's so interesting. I, I'm an old granny. I just happen to stay in Port Elizabeth. I go to clicks to go get my chronic medication. I'm surrounded by a bunch of thugs in red overalls feeling somewhat yeah. intimidated. Security have yeah. to come and help me and assist me. Um, and I eventually pull out my firearm and point it at the thugs. Um, yeah. Your thoughts, what, I mean, what's your needs, your thoughts, and, and, and what are the implications here? Um, well, look, I look at it, and the, the first thing is that if you're going to use um, force to defend yourself, you have to have the, you know, the, sorry, the, the means test for self-defense is, is the threat imminent and or ongoing, okay? Uh -huh. um, <clears throat> so initially when you had those guys right on top of it, yes, there was a threat, okay? Yes. You don't know if it's going to boil over. You know, she's an elderly lady confronted by four young men, you know, mm -hmm. who clearly were hostile, um, you know, and threatening and intimidating. Yes. Then... Um, yes, the guards were in the way, but I don't know how many people, how many guards there were. I don't mm. know how many people were behind the guards. But mm. without those guards, it would have carried on. And that risk to her, um, I, um, in which case she can use the reasonable force required to defend herself. Um, I must, yeah, I must tell you that I saw, I saw the, the, the video clips and that online. And um, even I'm not an old lady. Um, I would have been somewhat Im intimidated. I must be honest. So I actually feel sorry for her, and I, I believe that she was uh, summarily arrested uh, in the car park. Yeah. So yeah. 
I, I wonder I wonder how many of these thugs in the red overalls have been arrested for malicious damage to property yet. Apparently 10 have I been arrested know. today and that was in the news this morning 10 EFF members have been arrested. Um, I'm not oh, sure well, that's, the that's good. Yes. Well, I uh, you know I'd, I'd like to I'd like to believe that they all complied with the covid regulations temperatures checked and gave in their ID numbers <laughs> and phone numbers. I'm sure that happened. When they went into clicks. Because otherwise, you know, they've got another charge because now they've actually violated the regulations as well. Mm. Yeah, but as wow. we know, those regulations only only apply to us law-abiding citizens. Well, Yeah, let's, let's see what happens with that one. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to see it. Um, and I mean, you saw there were no, no masks being worn or anything like that. No, so, no you know, um, Just a complete disregard for law. But um, I do, um, I, look, I think they, they need to um, take some sort of action politically because, you know, you can't have someone pull out a firearm in public like that. Yes, she was threatened, mm. um, but I don't think that she's actually going, you know, so from a public perspective, you know, they're going to try and make an example of her, which is also not fair because you're discriminating against one person. Mm. You can't actually say, well, we're making an example of you. You've got to look at the crime itself and say that's what the issue was. Um, but, you know, I think a big factor behind that is just you know, public statement. You do not pull out a firearm in a public place. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, 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 that's firearm license 101, you know, that you, you yeah. don't do that. But then, you know, you, you see this, this kind of thuggery going on, uh, on all over the country every day. And yeah. um, it's very, very different when you're in the middle of it. Yeah, it's um, not I know, stuff, yeah. but, you know, um, you, you, you do. And, yeah, it could have cost someone their life. Someone could have got injured. And it could have been someone totally other than the two parties concerned. Mm. So that's, yeah. that's where our big, big problem lies. And I think that yeah. if, yeah. If, if, if the thugs sort of behave themselves in a, in a proper manner, and you have a right. You have a right to um, sort of, um, what's it to called? Defend yourself. No, no, not to defend yourself. To 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 to, to not riot. Um, to to uh, to object. Sorry, you can hear the brains not lacking. You have hopes. a right to protest um, yeah. in a peaceable yeah. manner. Yeah. To right? protest. That's the yeah. word I'm looking for in this in this pool. But the, um, the, the so problem the comes right in when you become a thug and you decide to break and 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 break and property and hurt violence, people. That's it. The mm -hmm. violence and the intimidation is just not on. It's not on. No, no. I mean, look, you know, I mean, I think all of us have looked at that advert. You know, it was a really stupid advert. I don't know what they were thinking. You know, Absolutely. Just from an advertising perspective, you know, your continuity is not there. You start Absolutely. with one actor or actress and then, you know, turn to someone else. You know, it doesn't matter... No. You know, it would be like, you know, if you have this cream, you know, you're going to lose weight. And you start the half the advert with a woman and then show, you know, a guy with a six-pack. It's like, <laughs> how did you get there? Guys, we have to leave it there today for Legally Speaking, but uh, we're going to do an yeah, appreciated no. short version. But thank you very much. And uh, be, please be safe on the road. And uh, Wazi, happy 50th to you. And we're going to play thank a song you so for you. Much, so. And we hope you get well soon. Yeah, stay, uh, stay, amen. stay, yeah. stay yeah. tuned in because I've got a song for you in about 15 minutes, Wazi. Awesome. Uh, God bless, guys. Great, we'll, great talking to you. Yeah. All right. And we'll talk to okay. you both soon. And David Duar from Attorney Thompson Wilkes Attorneys there with uh, Legally Speaking. We normally do that uh, as its own show on a Wednesday morning. But uh, stay tuned because we'll announce the new time for it very soon.